It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katz Vitidis Cats at Night show. Now on the line for us, Dr. Peter Mikolos. We're going to talk to him about a new British study that recently found that the original SARS COVID-2 virus can impair cognitive ability in a way equivalent to making the brain age by 20 years. Dr. Mikolos, what the heck is happening? Well, what's happening is that we're learning a lot more about COVID as these studies are coming out and people had severe COVID. Uh, What happened is at the University of Cambridge and the Imperial College of London, they followed thousands of people and then they compared them to the normal population that did not experience severe COVID. And they found that these people uh, afterwards, after testing them, uh, lost about 10 IQ points. And, uh, wow, ended up getting, a big number. And it is a big number. And uh, they had uh, areas of uh, cognition that they uh, their processing speed was uh, decreased. And they had uh, PTSD-like symptoms, anxiety, Their heart was uh, racing in some cases and difficulty solving uh, problems and just feeling uh, chronically fatigued. And some people theorize that it's either direct virus infiltration of the brain, because we know when you are losing the smell in the first alpha and delta variant, when when it enters the nose through the olfactory nerve, it's connected directly to the brain. So that's how it enters the brain, because it wants to go to an immune privileged area that uh, immune cells can't attack it in the brain with the blood-brain barrier. It's harder to get in there. The other theory, and now we know that that is a clotting disease. That's why they learned how to anticoagulate people, that you're getting tiny little micro strokes in the brain, mini strokes from this disease. And the other one is it uh, affected leakage of blood vessels and caused microbleeds in the brain. So between all of those things, they think that uh, is causing this long-haul COVID, and there are long-haul COVID centers opening around the country to treat people who are having these uh, issues. So it does have an effect uh, on people uh, long haul and record number of people have applied for disability around the world because of this and they haven't been able to function in their jobs or not function as well. So that's why when we tell people in WABC, treat early, you know, jump on it, you get diagnosed the first five days of the viral replication phase and the immune system attacks the spike protein and that's what probably generates all these cells that cause the clotting and these other problems. So if you can block the virus through either the oral antiviral drugs like the Paxlovid, the Malnupiravir, in other countries they use Avigan and the uh, IV antibodies to cap the little knife keys that I call the spike protein because they basically punch through our cells. So when you cap them off and put a rubber mallet on it, then they can't penetrate anymore. So treat early. Don't think it's, you know, a lot of people just say, oh, it's no big deal. It's just a little cold. I'm fine the first three days. And suddenly it turns and it goes on. So if you have access to treatment, which we do now in the United States, it is readily available. And uh, that's what we uh, recommend people that they treat them. And then the other thing that's happening at the same time, we're dealing with another virus, but thank God it's not as lethal, the monkeypox virus, which is a different type of virus, a DNA virus. We lost 16,000 people, but the good news is only five deaths out of 16,000. Wow. Not very, it's not very uh, deadly, thank God. And many people who've been vaccinated against smallpox years ago 
these viruses don't really mutate as much. It's been effective in protecting people, at least 70% who've had the smallpox virus. The difference with this virus is you get the lymphadenopathy, which is swollen lymph nodes, and you get those weird pustules and uh, rashes on the body, unlike COVID, and it's not readily transmissible through the air. It's really close, intimate contact. That's why in the New England Journal study, um, there were 500 people and 98% uh, happened to be gay or bisexual men. Again, it's not that they're doing anything different. It'll happen to anybody, whoever is interacting with other people. And there is a vaccine, fortunately. So continue to uh, think positive and test negative. And thank you. ABC. Thank you, Dr. Michalos, and thank you for calling in. And you save many lives that, uh, of our listeners. And that way we get more listeners when you save the lives. Judge Weinberg, uh, Tony Carbonetti, thank you for being here. Congresswoman Mario Takis, thank you. Lydia, I'm glad you're back. And what do we stand for in this show? Truth, Truth justice, justice, and the American, American way. way. God bless and God bless America. Common thank you. sense. Throw that in there. Common sense. <laughs>